It's the Circle Unofficial Podcast with me, Seamus. And me, Paddy. We are back with our last episode with the Circle contestants from season three. Of the UK. Of the UK. There's more to come. That's it. You, 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 you made it real long-winded. I know. <laughs> Just filling up the time. <laughs> I think for the American one, we should put on American accents. Okay, do your American accent there. I'd say we are going to be shocking. Oh, no. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to... No, I can't, no. Okay, no. Good day, mate. No, that's Australian. <laughs> we put another shrimp on the ball. No, no. Oh my God. Oh my God, is that Patty? Oh my God, Patty and Seamus from Ireland? Do you have leprechauns over there? Oh my God, yeah, no. We, we, we're not going to do this. I think we'd be cancelled straight away. No, no not a good un- idea. Unless... You want to show people how not to do accents. Yeah, then that'll be good. And we also could be cancelled for uh, cultural appropriation. 100%. Yeah, I don't think it would be the right way. So we're not going to do that. But speaking of accents, of the start of one of our interviews today, so with um, Hashu, we did the What the Bloody. We're not going to do it now. You'll have to listen to it. I think we did a great job. I mean, I'd give it a solid four. I would have said 10. I felt like, I think Hashu gave us a 7 and I was a bit like... Yeah, but Hashu's just a nice guy. If you want to be real and honest, we were shocking. I don't know. I listened back and I you're, thought, you're, no, we were shocking. You know, um, sometimes you're delusions. You oh, know? yeah. No, I, I just think that I'm amazing and I just don't listen to something else. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But I have to say, this is one of my favourites. Oh, uh, he was so much fun. And then halfway through, his mom comes in with a little cup of tea. I know. Yeah, oh. he's just... Don't know what it is. He just radiates kindness. Yeah. And like not saying that, you know, all the circle contestants were like this or weren't. No. Um, but it, it really felt like when you're speaking to Hashu that you're just like chatting to a mate. He's very comfortable, isn't he? Yeah, he knows how to like disarm you in a sense. Yeah, he was really great. Yeah. Um, and I just loved kind of hearing about his time in there, how much fun he had. Yeah, um, and like even he was like really, remember we were, I was like, but you were a catfish and then you were like going against catfish. He even answers that very well, I may yeah. say. Very, very well. Loads. Um, and then after that, we have Andy, everyone's favourite. Yeah, like Andy kind of scared me before he came on. I was Because like he has a very dad figure vibe about him. I just didn't want to like, I don't know, like disappoint him or something. Or mess up. <laughs> Or anything. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, you know when you're a dad, you're like, oh, I don't want to mess up, like, the pressure of messing up. Like, I just want him to be proud yeah, of me. Yeah, I want, like, I feel like I wanted Andy to be proud of me. That's what it was. I think Andy is proud of us. Yeah. Are you, Andy? I hope you are. We love you. Andy, please say you're proud of us. We love you. <laughs> um, so let's kick straight into Hashu, a.k.a. Uncle Saeed. Here it is. Hashu, welcome to the Circle Unofficial Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Seamus. Thank you so much for having me. Gotta say, what the bloody? I'm, <laughs> I'm on the podcast, man. The unofficial one. But I really liking this one. It's very nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I mean, that's the height of, that's like, that's the, like you're basically giving it a stamp, a stamp of goodness. Yeah, man. Now, Hashu. you know what? I always root for the underdog. So yeah, I think unofficial podcast, way better than the official podcast. I would have to agree. And of course, like what the bloody has become such a huge catchphrase. And I see you're encouraging people to, to give it a go online. 
Yeah. I feel like we have to give it a go now. And oh, mate, please, please. Pick a winner I, I, ha between. I have tried it, but I don't think the Irish accent can really pull it off. Like, <laughs> no. I think it will add. I think the Irish <laughs> accent will definitely add to it. Okay, okay, do you want to go first or will I'll I? I'll go first. Uh, what the bloody... Hey! That wasn't great, actually. I thought it would be better in my head. <laughs> what the bloody... Okay, hold on. What the bloody... <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear the, the, the second variation, which is uh, more used for serious situations, which is okay. what the bloody bum. Okay, go, Seamus. What the what, what what is it? What the bloody bomb? What? Yeah, bomb. Bloody bomb, mate. Bomb. You love bombs. You should know. Oh, I do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> what the bloody bomb? <laughs> what the bloody bomb? <laughs> I like the pause. It's, yeah, yeah. Like the pause for a dramatic effect. <laughs> I so, give a comedy factor of seven to both of those. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you thank you. <laughs> so let's go back to the start, Hashi. What made you enter the circle? Oh man, genuinely. Um, I've uh, always been uh, the prankster of the family and uh, I've always uh, been about um, just having fun, man. I, I live for experiences. Uh, it came across as a, an incredible experience for whoever goes uh, on the show. Um, and um, another thing for me is uh, growing up, I uh, wasn't really able to see uh, a kind of British Bangladeshi face on television. And uh, I, I really wanted to uh, have the opportunity to represent uh, my diaspora community. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, for so long, I've been trying to kind of plug away at YouTube and stuff like that. And it just seemed like an amazing opportunity where I would be able to do that. So, um, yeah, just uh, that as well, man. And, of course, 100K. Who doesn't have 100K, bro? <laughs> yeah, let, let's be honest. Like, it's about the money. Obviously, yeah, well, it's, it's great, great, guys. Don't worry. It's great. It's actually nice having you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you have been amazing in terms of re representing. And I think, you know... Uh, fair play to you for getting your voice out there and for you know bringing awareness to something that people didn't really maybe know much about. You've definitely become a fan favorite, but I can definitely see that throughout the show, being catfish did kind of play on you mm. and your emotions and kind of have I gone too far? You know, how how do you feel about that watching it back? Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, a lot of parallels as well uh, with yourself, Paddy, like uh, reflecting on your experience, like uh, in the first couple episodes where uh, you didn't want to reveal like your complete truth. And, uh, yeah. you know, that was really the same kind of uh, case for me where I had a particular truth uh, about myself as an individual. But how do I channel that through this catfish profile and try and keep it as authentic as possible? Because at the end of the day, I, I do believe authenticity is uh, what gets you far in life. But primarily, like uh, I chose the catfish profile for a number of reasons. Uh, number one, because I could have a lot of fun with it, but um, also because I really wanted to represent that particular generation and, uh, you know, what they have done for a second, uh, like a second generation, uh, like um, a migrant like myself. So, yeah. like, uh, uh, like, it was just really great to be able to do that. But it did definitely play on my mind, especially when uh, I was having super deep chats with Andy and he was opening up to me. Uh, or even those conversations with Manrika, and I'm like, ah, she thinks I'm a 63-year-old man. Um, but yeah, it definitely does stay in your mind. And I think in there, you know, one of the biggest things that as a fan watching the show is that you are just 
so funny in every chat it was hilarious and i think you know most of the players were like we know he's a catfish but he entertains her time in here so much <laughs> and he makes it so much fun like were you having great fun in there mate i cannot explain every day was a vibe like i was just having so much of a great time man um just the apartment in itself was just like really really great uh so um even the chats were like a, a bonus on top of that but i was just like chilling i was just having a, a really great time there but um sorry what was the question again I forgot. <laughs> you're just having a great time now yeah. i do want to say i'm just having a great time in there man I do want to say, and it's show, it's showing a bit of shade. You did have an A for Felix. You really, you yeah. did, <laughs> you really did. Was it because, and you don't have to answer question. You kind of fancied Manrika, and you were annoyed that Manrika was getting with Felix, or because you were really dead set that he was a catfish. And I was like, but you're a catfish too. Why? But you were so kind of no. We need to get him out, and it's gonna be done. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be uh, no, so hundred percent. Um, I do feel like uh, there was uh, quite a lot of jealousy there, like in terms of him being six foot, and uh, you know, uh, thank you, Omar. Sorry, that's oh, just hi, hello. Bringing in the tea <laughs> oh, there. Lovely. Oh, oh. I to, thank you, Omar. So for anyone that can't see, oh, his mom God. has come in. Is that your mom? <laughs> Literally, I get all my humor yeah. from her, man. She's just uh, such a legend. Oh, but, amazing. Yeah, I, I would be 100% uh, lying if I didn't say I, I wasn't super jealous of the fact that he was six foot, good looking, had hench arms, and uh, a part of me was just like, I want to get this guy out. Um, but uh, at the same time, um, throughout the process, the more I chatted to Felix slash Natalia, and, um, you know, every time when I grilled them, she held like uh the persona of felix it just made me super convinced that felix was real and i didn't actually think felix was a catfish until like very close uh to the end but then again i was conflicted because when i had that final chat i was just like no nah, he's just a really great guy like he, yeah. he isn't a catfish um but yeah i did definitely go back and forth uh between feeling super jealous and <laughs> i'm just trying to maybe like convince myself no he's a catfish Let me just <laughs> this anger through like the fact that he might be a catfish um, no but i'm absolutely there with you i mean honestly you know being having four legs and being five foot five i don't be getting the men aren't knocking at my door so i understand <laughs> how it feels to feel like you're the underdog so i completely agree and i probably would have done the same but um yeah it's just funny to see do you know what i mean yeah for real and obviously, like, Manrika's gorgeous, and she told us earlier that she, you have been accepted into her family, that her dad is commenting on some of your posts. Oh, wow. Is it the yes. same on your yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I put up a post, like, just about, um, you know, like, uh, you know, money isn't everything, and, uh, you know, I'm just really grateful for the opportunity and the experience, in, in summary. And then he commented saying, like, uh, you can still be my son, uh, uh, son-in-law, I'll, I'll be your father-in-law, something along those lines. And I was just like, <laughs> how many gods are you wanting for your daughter? Like, Because <laughs> I will get them. Like, you name it, they'll be outside your house in 10 minutes. <laughs> also, commenting on, like, your accent, you kept your accent throughout the show of yeah. when you were in character. I mean, and it's caught on as, like, a phenomenon. Yeah, uh, was that, was I that, love was it. Was that something that you were, like, meant to do or you just kind of just happened? 
Um, so it just really helped me like with the terminology because uh, for me as my catfish profile to make uh, it com as convincing as possible, I needed to try and keep the terminology as consistent as possible. Um, so uh, by doing that, it, it was almost like I was uh, flicking a switch so that when that fl uh, switch is flicked, like I'm making sure that I'm not slipping up. But saying that it was very difficult at times when I was having these really authentic conversations with Manrika. Um, and I, I did kind of in the later episodes find a balance where I was able to just be myself, but still use that terminology. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was basically that. And what was your favorite moment, uh, either looking back or when you were actually in the circle? Um, I, genuinely, I don't know why this uh, moment just stands out to me so much. But um, when uh, Orange Tally and uh, Blue Tally, which is just normal Tally, but, um, they had to like uh, plea for their last final like kind of plea. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my days, they're gonna make them big, bro. Like, <laughs> fight, fight, like, fight. Yeah, I, like watching that back, I was just like, oh man, that's what amazing. a random moment to choose because it wasn't even about yours. It's about that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. It's just like, I really like that moment. I was just like, yeah, it was really dramatic as well. So, um, yeah. Do, really do, you know, do you know what I loved? When you were sitting at the table and you saw Felix and Manrika like have it out kind of and you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Your eyes couldn't go anywhere. <laughs> you were so nervous. You were like, oh shit, oh shit. It's going to go down. <laughs> Literally, Paddy bro, my dad always said to me like, uh, if you ever see two women arguing, just do not interrupt. So I was just like, I was just watching it, yeah. I was just like, yeah, man's not going to get involved, bro. Man's just going to sip his drink and watch this, yeah. All you were missing was just some popcorn sitting there to be yeah. like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh your eyes God, just couldn't look anywhere else. You're like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. <laughs> for real, for real. So, just to finish off, now, what is next for you? You know, you're obviously a YouTube sensation. You're going to... I'd say you're going to do big things. I mean, if they, if they don't give you your own show, like your oh, own kind man. of... Oh, man. Genuinely, I don't think they're missing like, a beat. It's so crazy, man. Like for me, uh, honestly, it hasn't fully, fully uh, sunk in yet. Um, personally, like I always feel it's Im it's important that you take care of your immediate reality, like in terms of like your home environment and stuff like that. Um, so like uh, since coming off the show, like I actually started a job in marketing. Uh, okay. so, I, so one of the reasons like I haven't been able to uh, have like full blown conversations with a lot of people from season two and I, I haven't been able to connect with like a, a lot of people is because I've just been uh, balancing all of this stuff with a full time job, uh, which I started in February. Um, but at congrats, the moment, congrats. thanks so much, man. Um, but yeah, because um, uh, I was in that swanky apartment and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I come from a, a very humble background, like I've got a hole in my ceiling. Like I'm not, I'm not ashamed <laughs> of it. Like I'm like, that's my reality. It's cool. Yeah. I'm going to change it. Um, but it's like at the moment, I'm just really trying to just uh, f uh, focus on uh, helping my house out uh, after seeing like how amazing that environment was and how it much it changed my mentality like and how i felt like being on there because of that um and i want the same for my family so um just that at the moment so there might be a little pause uh but i definitely uh want to just try and um build towards a, a long-term goal of like yeah man just getting maybe a what the bloody show yeah, yeah. Uh, you'd be unbelievable and honestly that's just like i actually got a bit emotional listening to you say all that stuff there um because i i really think you could have big things ahead of you and i, and I hope 
I hope it all happened for you because you me really, too. Really, and I want really to see really the other characters. This. So we've yeah. met Uncle Saeed. Who are yeah. the, who are the rest yeah. of these characters in your head? Oh man, I've got like Auntie Salma, so she's like, Love her. oh my God, such <laughs> a beautiful Irish boy. I always wanted the Irish boy in my life. Oh my God, would you do an Irish one? Oh man, one? you know what? It needs a bit of practice, but <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll train Maybe you. you can train yeah. me, buddy. Just a leprechaun. <laughs> 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 well, thank you so much, Hashu. It's been an absolute pleasure watching you for the last few weeks. I'm going to miss the comedy and everything, but of course, we'll be following you online. Thank yeah. you so Wish much. Wish you all the best. Really appreciate you guys having me. And uh, yeah, really looking forward to uh, the rest of the podcast as well and listening back to it. Thank you, Hashu. Thank you. Cheers. Okay, guys. Bye. Bye. I mean, how good was that? What what a man. What a man. What the bloody. And I also love to get in the little, like, maybe little hints that there could be a Manrika and Hashi romance oh in the God. future. That would sell so many magazines. They'd get they should get an, they'd get an okay deal. Oh, I think so. You little know. business venture for you there, guys, if yeah. you're listening. Just have a fake romance, make us all believe it. And I rake, think there's... and rake in the cash. Literally, that's every Love Island couple. Like, do you think any of them are really together for that long after the show? Some are, don't get me wrong, but a lot of them are, you know, playing, playing it up for a while just to make the money, and they are dead right. Maybe we should get together, Seamus. Oh my god, the circle romance that everyone's been waiting for. And, like, we can, we can, sell, out, we can sell out, like, the country, the country mag, the Irish country magazine. Although the Irish country mag's actually a nice magazine. No, I love yeah. it. But... I think it'd be more, like, like... I don't know, like your parish newsletters. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that'd be the more the vibe. We're, like, yeah, Irish Country Magazine is probably too highbrow for us. We'd be going yeah. for like, um, junk what? mail. Yeah, junk mail. The buy and sell. Do you remember no, the buy and sell? It's it's literally the parish the parish newsletter, the parish yeah. weekly newsletter. And we'll be delighted with the coverage. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and we will absolutely take the coverage. Yeah. So if there's um, any priests that are looking to fill a bit of space in their next newsletter, you know where to find priests us. Priests are probably want to, you know, they want to, they want to get more in with the cultural ways of life. Two gays. Two gays. Topical podcast. Named Pat, named Paddy and Seamus. Yeah. Trending podcast. <laughs> Trending number fifty on the UK charts. That will definitely get us up number forty-eight. Yeah. If not. If not 47. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Aim high here, you know? It would really push us that bit extra. Um, so the last chat of all our finalists is up next. So it's Andy. Um, like, Andy is some man. He's like, opened up a shop last week. He opened up two business during the pandemic. Yeah. He's in the circle. He can just do it all. He's incredible. He seems like a very focused human being. I'd yeah. love to have an ounce of his, of his focus. You know? I feel like he's so productive all the time. Like yeah. he never just wastes time. Like God forbid if he had like if he did like a sick day on purpose. Would never. Never. Yeah. Like I could spend probably a full day on TikTok, not even like notice oh, something. I am different. the best at doing nothing. nothing. You know, like I actually I, I actually like being unproductive sometimes. Oh my god, me too. There's days where I'm like and you know that thing where you're like, Oh I should feel bad, especially if it's sunny outside. No, no, I'm like, do. oh what a waste. I'm like no, a, we, I'm like a vampire, a bat. <laughs> We all need that. We all need the time to just sit in and do nothing. But, you know, people like Andy and all, like, you know, I wish I wasn't like that because I wouldn't say he does that. No. And no. if he does, it wouldn't be to the calibre that me and you would do it. Yeah. 
like where you literally do not move. Well, Can I suppose you... it's different when you've got kids. You kind of have to. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> them, I suppose. And... We're in our Phil's having shower for two days. He's like, yeah, lads. Zero <laughs> responsibilities. Like nobody to look after. Yeah. Not even ourselves. Hence maybe. why we're probably still single. Our yeah. selfishness. The, the, that's the reason I would say. <laughs> so here it is. Here is Andy's interview. Enjoy. Andy Smith, welcome to the Circle Unofficial Podcast. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Mad, isn't it? It's all over. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of been a huge part of my life for uh, almost a year now. So for it to come to an end, is, uh, it ended in a nice way. I'm pleased about that. But it's, um, it's part of my life that's gone missing. Like it's um, every day, group chats and all this kind of stuff. So no, it's... Um, I'm pleased last night went as well as it did though. Like I'm really happy with how it looked. So it's um, a nice ending, I think, to a really good journey. What yeah. a fi- what a final, I have to say. It was mega, wasn't it? Like I don't think any of us who were in it thought it would end like that as well. I think that was what was nice, that you can still be surprised. And yeah. I think she's a deserving winner. So I think it was um it was brilliant. Like, great fight. I just wish yeah. I was in the room when Manrique met Felix. That's my own oh. kind of disappointment. We all yeah. do. I think, I think the whole of the nation was with bass's breath while it was happening. We were like, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. Here it goes. And we couldn't oh, yeah. believe it. Because like, when, when I was like super blocker, I, felt, I almost felt like a, a moral obligation to the nation to allow <laughs> that moment to take place. Because <laughs> like, obviously, with what had happened between us, like the messages I was getting was, yeah. Black Man Rika! <laughs> so, like, you were, you, you, the nation needed to see Felix and Man Rika have their moment around that table. 100%. Yeah. And can I ask, what made you enter the circle to start with? I think it was a happy accident. I was playing football manager when my wife was watching you last year. And I was oh, like, Grace. you know, I feel, when sorry. Almost... I feel, I feel sorry for her. Just tell her, give her my apologies. <laughs> I was almost like, oh, this is interesting. I'm going to have to put the laptop down and watch. And I just clicked an express interest link because Holly was like, you might be quite good on this. And I, there was a humility to the program. I'm not a big reality TV guy. And there was a. Mm. There was a sincerity to it and there was a natural kind of narrative to people that I was like, a person like me, as you've seen, who's a certain way, oh, actually, I could do this. This could be quite good fun. And I thought it'd be a nice kind of, I wanted to see what it was like to go against a lot of people that could you work out real, not real, like who's deserving, who isn't. So, yeah, no, it was was kind of that. And honestly... I needed a break from my life. <laughs> Just a break from the kids. Just to get away for a few I'm not, days. I'm not joking. Two or three businesses, two yeah. kids. And I was like, as the process was going down, I was like, this is the only way I can get permission to take four weeks off my life. So this, is, this seems sensible. It's an extreme yeah, you, measure. You, but seem, you seem like a busy man, all right. You do seem like a very busy man. Yeah, yeah. Probably wasn't the smartest move in the middle of like a pandemic and opening a business. But um, yeah, don't regret it for a minute. No, it's brilliant. Good. And did you always kind of plan to go in, you know, with your game plan of showing that if you're honest and sincere, you can build those real, real relationships? Or did you ever kind of consider going in as catfish? No, I'd, be, I'd, I'd love to go, well, there's, it never entered my mind that there was a possibility. <laughs> like, it was just not a... I, I think I almost went in there because in my pre- professional career, 
I've sat on boards and it's like strategy every day. And actually for me, the interest was, can you go in with zero strategy? And in the middle of the show, when it obviously gets bumpy for me, mm. you're trying to justify popularity. Like there is no game plan, so to speak. Mm. It was just get on with who you get on with. And the simplicity of it almost was my downfall, I suppose. So, so are you saying now that you've had no strategy? going in really none because what you can't legislate for in my game plan was liking people at the beginning it's easy you're just yeah. picking a bunch of random people particularly when i was influencer a lot and just blocking them and i was less consumed by the idea of a catfish than i like i thought when i got in there it'd be like whack-a-mole go and find mm-hmm. them <laughs> and yeah. it got to the point where i was like i'm not sure anyone's real other than manrika and Vissen. <laughs> so then it became just to me about who were the human connections with. So, I mean, on day two, I knew Saeed wasn't real. Yeah, yeah you but always the, said that. Yeah. The guy was just a ledge. It was a bit like Dozer. Like, how can you, how can you block him? Obviously, I felt bad for Tally, but mm. he, once you've got a human connection, as long as you thought it was real, and I actually found the irony of the show was that I hoped for a human connection with Manrika that we had, but mm-hmm. she was playing the ultimate game. And I, watching it as a viewer then was like, whoa, <laughs> this kind of narrative running against one another. was um, yeah. For me, it just became about human connection and less about catfish, but I didn't anticipate that going in. Yeah. And were you surprised at how well you did? You know, at one stage, it was influencer five times in a row. It was nonstop. <laughs> yeah, like being involved in six blockings. It was like a couple of my mates were sending me the mess because I used to be a troubleshooter and I had to do a load of like, sadly, redundancies. And they were like, here he is again. <laughs> the hatchet man's back. So it was, um, I, I felt like dad in there, though. Like I felt popular, which was lovely. Yeah. But at the beginning, when they're just difficult decisions, it almost felt like a bit like when you watched everyone pick me twice about who goes home. I felt trusted. So I kept my, I felt able to bounce back from blocking popular people because I think the only time game plan entered my mind was it was really obvious to me Billy and Tally were rating me low. Really okay. obvious. So that was probably the only time game plan kicked in where I was like, I'm popular enough just to take out people that don't rate me high. And therefore you get higher and higher until the circle play the best friend game and then you collapse in a heap. (laughs) And like, I have to say, I want to take my hat off to you because you've you've kept your integrity and like, you know, you went in there to prove something and you really did prove it. You know, you really did. But the hardest time for you was with Manrika. I mean, you know, did you find that difficult in there to kind of get, a, get, get your head through that kind of, I suppose, moment of having to kind of say, I like her, but I know she's playing a game. Yeah, I think like you get it, Pads, like in the sense that you've only got your own head. Like yeah. I heard you on another podcast where there's not a sounding board to rationalise your thought. And so yeah. the difficulty for me was I felt she was really deserving to be in the show. And the honest answer is I was fighting work, Andy. There was the, the head and the heart and the heart was like, she deserves to be here. And mm. outside world, Andy would have been like, she needs to go. She yeah. needs to get yeah. out of it. And there came a point where I was trying to justify who I was. And because I didn't have really a game plan, I knew Manrique was taking me out at the knees and you can't be nicer than you, you're being. So it was like, I don't want to come across as fake. And yeah. for me, it was more disappointment that a person I'd gone to bat for 
yeah. had done me and the kind of the feeling of wanting retribution, like let's be realistic. Um, and if I'd have been the influencer the night where Dozza got blocked, I'd have burnt my own game to block her. That is the honest answer. Like I'd have been willing to get blocked next time to get her out. Okay. So I'm, I'm glad it didn't end like that because for me at that point, it was like even when we patched it up, I knew we hadn't. And I knew if she'd have been picking, I was home. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, it was, di it was difficult because I felt a lot of love and admiration for her, but there's no point pretending I respected the game. Uh, I didn't. I you, were, you, were just, you were just very contrasting. You were, we were just very contrasting yeah. characters, and you went in there completely with a different type of narrative. Today. You've got it, Matt. Like we were the we were the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, yeah. which is what I made great television. Where she's a good girl and she she goes for it with like the full chest scenario. Yeah. And I just in there was like, for me there was a line, but it yeah. didn't mean I wanted bad things for her. So it was. Being that popular and then having someone else trigger your downfall, that was, yeah. I think, the difficult... In your own head, you were like, I don't know the way through this, so... Yeah. Exactly. And what did you think of, you know, the reaction online? I think everyone loved you, but obviously some other players got a bit of negativity. Was that something you were expecting? And No, I just think there's no, there's no kind of excuse for it. It's not real life, and I... There's no point pretending that I think there's a line in there. And I think sometimes what was said and what was done got too close in the show. What mm. I found ridiculous was the irony that the people were kind of going to bat for, say, me, were then exhibiting even worse behaviour than the, what they were vilifying on the show. Like, the yeah. irony of that was incredible to me. That yeah. The people that were like, right, let's pick up our pitchforks and go to war. Which, by the way, it's a nice sentiment. Yeah. But to then deliver the news in a way which was essentially what you were rallying against was like the, the irony of that was mind blowing to me because I'm sure we, look, we've all had, we've all had shit. Let's not pretend yeah. that we've all had our moments, me with my bowel stuff and we've all had those parts of the show. Yeah. But what happened online was so disproportionate to what took place in the show. So no, that, that was difficult to come to terms with because we didn't go out live, so these are people you care for. Like, we're a gang, do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah. quite challenging, if I'm really honest, to kind of watch it take place and feel kind of impotent in terms of being <laughs> able to do anything about it. Yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. And to wrap it up, what is next for you, Andy? You know, are you, you know, what are you, what are you going to do next? Because this is such a big part of your life, and now you're going to have to. It's not going to be that anymore. Well, it is. It is. It's always going to be a part of you know what you've done. But what's next? Would you say? Um, I, I suppose me and Hash are going to go run away together, aren't we, me and Sawyer? <laughs> oh my God, can we come, please? No, we've become really, we've become really good friends. Really good friends. So no, for me, it was always I. Ridiculously, I opened a new shop yesterday in the middle of all this. Christ. So it was, um, I'm loving this, Andy. Loving it. Well done. It, it was a, just a platform for, for love and the messages I've had about, I don't talk about it on the show, but the PTSD that I have when I nearly passed away and mm. my health. There's been a lot of people reach out and kind of platforms that have come to me and 
I think that was an opportunity I wasn't expecting. So when you ask kind of what's next, I imagine yeah. my business career will carry on as it is. But I'd really hope that some kind of nice stuff where you can do a bit of good, I suppose, for want of a better phrase. Yeah. Well, you've definitely created a massive awareness about, you know, what you were talking about on the show about your bells and stuff. So I definitely think there is an avenue there for you to be a spokesperson. And I do hope it happens for you. And I wish you all the best. You've been an absolutely cracking contestant. And I think you set out and, and proved everyone right that you can go in there. With and just be nice. Integrity. Be nice. Uh, now that, that means a lot because there was points where I was questioning, do I just look like this naive drip? But <laughs> yeah. actually, like, it, it was quite nice. There was moments where I was like, I'll bore off Andy, have a day off, mate. But actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased with the journey as a whole. So thank you, lads. Good. It's been lovely. Thank you so much. And best of luck with your shop uh, that just opened yesterday and everything else. Thank Thanks you. so much. Have a good one, lads. You too. Thanks. So, what did you think? Loved he it. Didn't, he Loved wasn't it. scary as I thought. No, he was lovely. Really, really nice. Again, another chat that I just, I, I could have yeah. talked to him for ages. Because I just think, you know, obviously we only really got to touch on the circle mm. stuff. But I would love to know more about, like... The businesses, stuff that he does, like he's, just more about who, he's who just is a Andy? Cool dude, isn't he? Like he's yeah. some. Yeah. I feel like, like he's someone that like I just want to be friends with, and I would be trying everything to make him my friend. <laughs> yeah. Just like yeah. I'll help you. With I'll your do your homework, please. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you my lunch money. Anything. Um, but yeah, he was brilliant. I just, I loved the cast this year. It was one of my favourites. Like It was. The, I, know, I, actually, I think no, your season was incredible. And you've said it. This season was probably the best cast as a whole. For so yeah, many reasons. Really, Representation. Really um, like diversity. Like, you know, I just think as a whole, they were very entertaining. Yeah, me too. And lots of twists and turns. Like, I loved the twists yeah, and turns well, this year. People either love it or hate it, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm sad. This is kind of it. Say goodbye to the Circle UK for this season so far. But really looking forward to getting stuck into the American version. The American one has actually started yesterday. So that's exciting. Um, so you're not going to get rid of us for a while yet? No. Which, I, I'm, we'll, which we'll... I'm sure you're all just over the moon about. <laughs> Delighted. So we will be back covering uh, the American version pretty soon, I'd say in the next day or two. Yeah, we're just getting our ducks in a row. Getting, <laughs> getting all those ducks in a row. Um, yeah, I'm excited. We have, we, have, we have loads of things coming up for you in terms of like content and interviews and just a few bits and bobs up on Seamus and Paddy's sleeves. Our big sleeves. Our big sleeves. But yeah, and you know, we can't thank everyone enough for all the follows, all the listens, all the messages, all the support. You guys are the You're best. the reason that we can do this. So please. You're the reason I get yeah. up in the morning. Okay, let's not give them too much. <laughs> but yeah, you're the reason that we can do this. And please keep supporting, you know, and give us reviews. Let us know how you get on. Interact with us. Yeah, and not even that, you know, the circle is on the player forever. So tell your friends to go watch The Circle, but tell them to also go listen to The Circle yeah. podcast. Well, unofficial. Unofficial. Don't, we don't, yeah, we, don't, we don't want to give Alex. I mean, he's too much of a bump anyway. He's shallow four behind him. Yeah. yeah. He's enough support. <laughs> support, support the support underdogs. The underdogs. Like, like Hashu said. I feel, like we're going, I feel like we're going for president. <laughs> <laughs> no. Vote for us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we will be back. Thank you so much.
For everyone. For everyone, you're mad. To everyone. <laughs> yeah, just thank you so much. Bye. Bye bye.